This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. What's up, wrestling fans? Welcome to episode 78 of the Basin Bookers podcast. I am, as always, Richard Riz, here with my bro, Basement Jim. Raised by Nintendo! There you go. Now, I gotta ask you. SummerSlam was this past weekend. We were supposed to have our tag team championship match. What happened to that? Well, you see, Rich. You see, Rich. Do you know how much trouble I went through to contact Jay-Z? To even... Clear us to have first to have our after party at forty forty to be able to mention that we're going to be at the Barclays Center and this and that. There's a lot of stuff I had to do to prepare for our celebration, for our tag team championship celebration. What happened? All right, listen. Don't worry. Because here's what happened. My boy, Johnny Lambeau from Staten Island, mm-hmm. okay, he might have forgot to, you know, get the negotiations going. Johnny who? Johnny Lambeau from Staten Island. Johnny Lambeau. Yeah, he told me. What does he do? He's a guy. The guy what? That got us, told me that we would have a tag team title match at SummerSlam. He told you this. He told me this. On the phone or... Thought we met. We met we up. Met. We talked on the phone. There was emails. There was some stuff going on. But uh listen, don't worry about it because what are you doing in September? I don't know. It's September. Johnny, is it Johnny Limbo at WWE.com? Listen, I don't know. But he told me. Does he work for the WWE? He's an intermediary. He's an, uh, an advocate. He, okay. So he's an intermediary between WWE... And the basement bookers. Because we need connections, and that's the connection. How, how is he connected to WWE? Uh, I don't know. He had a business card, and uh, all I had to do... Was give him some, you know, an undisclosed amount of money. Okay, and invest in some sort of housing project. Housing in Staten Island. Uh, sure. Did you think that was a good idea? I know it was a good idea. And what does that have to do with that? Why? Why is that? Why did that have anything to do with WWE? Because he, you know, he's got the business card. Don't worry about it. Because at Night of Champions, it's going to be the Basement Bookers versus the Tag Team Champions, whoever they may be. Okay, where is Night of Champions taking place? It doesn't matter. We'll get there. How? Uh, we're going to get transportation. I don't know where Night of Champions is yet. Did they even announce the venue? I'm sure they did. But wherever Gotta Night of Champions side. is going to be, Rich DeRiz... Basement chair, one night only, never before, never again, tag team championship match. Probably against the New Day. 
They rock. They do. But that's beside the point. And don't worry about it. My boy Johnny is going to take care of us. I, I We're going to get in there. I think I don't trust this Johnny Lambo. I don't even think that's his real name. I'm pretty sure it's not. Don't worry about it. Forget about it. Brooklyn, we got this. Oh, all right. We went to SummerSlam. I had a great time. Um, good crowd, good energy. Um, crowded McDonald's. Crowded McDonald's. Crowded no room. ass McDonald's across. I literally the had to give a jabroni a rock bottom to get seats. No, you didn't. I pointed. And he's at. No one has to know that. <laughs> but now they do. But the second for Raw, we weren't so lucky. Eventually, you stole a seat. I didn't steal it. No one was sitting there. So I sat. Alright, I, I no was going to make it look better than it was. No one was there. Do you understand how this business works? Works? I know works. Yeah. Do you know the word kayfabe is now in the Oxford Dictionary? I heard that. It's crazy. Uh, I think it's just one more step to the death, the true death of kayfabe. I wouldn't worry too much about it. I think um, it's the year is 2015, and I think it's hard to keep that going. Everything's too open. Once you open a box, mm-hmm. I believe Pandora's box... Mm-hmm. It's hard to close it. I agree. Um, but you know what's at the bottom of Pandora's box? No. Hope. Okay. Hope is down. Hope. 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 Okay. Keep hope alive! That everything's going to be fine. Okay. Wrestling's Good. not going anywhere. You have that. to believe in the magic. I think they can um, fix that. Oh, really? Not have everybody watch Raw. Get the Men in Black Neuralizer and just erase everybody's memories? No. I think the way they can fix it is, like, basically the way they debuted this uh, this new dude, uh, Bram Strowman, whatever his name is. The Rosebud? Yeah. Uh, what's his name? I said Bram, but it's not Bram, because Bram's in TNA. Braun? Braun Strowman? Whatever. I don't like his name. It's stupid. Could they just call him Black Sheep Mask? Yeah. I mean, they call him Black Sheep Mask. Anyway, the way they debuted him, where, like, I... Like, I know he was a rosebud. I saw a picture or two. But... Our friend Tim showed us. Yeah, but I don't remember him. You know? After I saw that picture, I was... From where we were sitting... Let's let let's let's express to everyone where we were sitting. Okay. Now, if you watch Raw, okay, which emanated from the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, which is a fairly recent uh, venue, uh, I think it's two years old, something like that. Uh, no more than three. No more mm-hmm. than three. Uh, the first event there for wrestling was tables, ladders, and chairs, which we went to. Yep. So um, Seth Rollins almost died. Now, if you look up, we were sitting up there. I keep looking. I keep looking. A little higher. A little higher. Now, the vertigo you're feeling. I I was, I was 
I was so because I get nervous around with heights. Like I was so nervous when I got got up there. Like I didn't get up to pee. I know. I didn't get up to pee, and I do that a lot. Yeah, I felt like the steps got smaller as you got higher up. It was so steep. Like I looked at the railing, and like just beyond the railing was the freaking concrete. Yeah, we were and on the hard camera side. Yeah, so unfortunately you're really not going to see us. But if you saw the like the the, the display they had for um like in the center above the ring, and above that was a Barclays Center logo. We were a little above that. Pretty good, right? Prebo sees for raw, huh? Well, we we were able to see everything, but that you know, the Barclays Center is designed really well. So wherever you sit, wherever you sit, you can see everything. So the reason I mentioned that was, I was actually trying. To, I was looking at the ring. Mm-hmm. So all I saw was this giant guy, mm-hmm. and it, I looked at the screen because there's a close up. I'm like. My, I was like, am I supposed to know who this is? And then Tim was sitting next to me, and he's like, I know this guy. And he mm-hmm. showed me. I'm like, oh. And then once I saw that picture, mm-hmm. whatever he did in that ring, because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm pretty sure during one of Adam Rose's episodes, mm-hmm. he punked him out. So if you got punked out by Adam Rose as a rosebud, all believability of you choking out Roman Reigns and no selling Dean Ambrose. Just nothing. You got nothing from me. I'm yeah. sorry. I can't. Uh, the only thing I remember thinking was, wow, that's not Rowan. That's a big dude. Yeah, that was a really giant guy. Um, anyway, about SummerSlam. Uh, SummerSlam seats were a lot better. Mm-hmm. Like It, it was amazing seats. Uh Pretty much, we were, like, way lower than we were when we were there for Raw. Um, I'm glad it's, it was the, that way around instead of the other way around. I'm glad yeah. we had better seats for SummerSlam than we did for Raw. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was fun. There was a shitload of people there. Yeah. Which, I don't do well with crowds, but I manage. Um, for sure, make sure you eat before you go in there, because... I. Like any place is really expensive to eat in there. Yeah, Red Bulls are up to eight bucks. Good God! The thing of uh, Nathan's fries I got was five fifty, which wasn't that bad. How much was the Coke? Uh, four bucks. That's like three two liters. Yeah, you know, and it was barely a cup. So that being said. Uh, and they gave me water because I asked for a bottle of water. And of course they pour it into a cup. But they didn't have any lids for that size cup. That's unfair. It's stupid. It's like, like, you know, I, like honestly, my main concern was spilling on people. Yeah. Did like, they run out or did they never have it in the first place? I'm not, I'm, I didn't care enough to ask that. I'm just like, okay. You don't want to be that guy. Yeah. Well, hey, what do you mean you don't have any lids this size? <laughs> Where'd they go? What, 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 what? You guys didn't order anything? I did Let me speak to your manager. I did episode of the Boondocks. It's in season two where uh, Granddad takes the kids to the movies, and he's complaining to the guy that he has to put the butter on his own popcorn. Oh yeah. <laughs> we may not put the butter on. Why can't you put the butter on? That might have been more funny to you because that's probably an argument you would make yourself. 
Whereas I don't care. I just put the butter on if I want it. But I don't have. I, see, I like it already on the popcorn because then it's like even. If you put the butter on yourself, it's all on top, and like you get through two inches of popcorn, and there's no butter left. Yeah, I can't because it gets on your hands. That's not what we're here to talk about. What we're here to talk about is Supper Slam. Oh, this isn't the Basin Booker's popcorn channel? No, it's not. Uh, <laughs> whoa, what, what happened here? What happened here? It went off the rails. It happens. Summer Slam. Summer Slam. Overall, the show to me, what, should we say how we, what we thought about it after we hit the points? Yeah. Okay, great. Let, let's refresh our memories. Um, by the way, for SummerSlam, we tied 7-7. That's good. That's good. That's, uh, I think that's a first. That's the first time that's happened in the history of the Basement Bookers. But NXT TakeOver fixed that. So yeah, it broke, well, it broke the tie. Listen. We'll get to that. We're going to talk about SummerSlam first. Um, I don't have the order of matches here. It's because okay. Because... I remember we there, the first so. match. Sheamus versus Randy Orton. Yes. You know why I remember that? No because... Way. It's a four-hour show, mm-hmm. and I thought that might be a lot of show for me. And I figured maybe they'd place Randy Orton versus Sheamus a little bit further up in the card, mm-hmm. because being that I've seen that match 33 times, mm-hmm. I might be able to take a nap. <laughs> I didn't get that nap, nope. which is fine, because surprisingly, that match was okay. It was an okay match. Both guys worked hard. They did. I mean, and the crowd was into it, which was good. Did you like when Sheamus climbed up on the table and told everybody they looked stupid and he didn't, and yeah, that they should respect the Hawk? That was great. And then Randy come came and clipped him. Clipped him. He fell on his back. You fucking saw it. Yeah. So that was good. Sheamus gets the W with two bro kicks to the face. That was good. Made it look believable. Yeah. Because it wasn't just an easy win. Yeah, it wasn't. And I hopefully that's it. With that, which, judging from Raw, that's not it with that. No, no, I guess not. Remind me what happened on Raw, because I don't remember. Oh, they had a eight-man tag match, I think. Was that? Maybe. What was that? Yeah, because Big Show got beat up after Kevin Owens and Rusev. Yes, 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 yes. And I I have a good line from JBL mm-hmm. involving that uh, angle there. So basically, <laughs> uh, it was about Big Show. He was being uh, like he was being attacked because what happened was Big Show instead of KO punching was it Ziggler? He KO punched. No, he was supposed to KO punch. Orton, but he wound up punching Sheamus in the face. So Sheamus got knocked out, and their team lost. Right, right, right. And, uh, uh, JBL's like, Big Show's got no friends left. Except for me. And Michael Cole's like, uh, John, you can't stand the Big Show. <laughs> uh, well, not today. Shut up, Michael. And then he's like, Oh, and uh, the other one I was like, well, why don't you go home? I'm like, I don't like him that much. <laughs> that was oh, was that Byron? Whoever was there. Was this, uh, this was uh, Raw, right? Raw. Probably Byron was there, because he came out with Cole. Yeah. 
because we were there. It's messed up he doesn't even get it. It's messed up that A, he doesn't get his own entrance, and B, Rich Brennan has a regular number one gig before him. Well, do you remember the first, do you remember when they, when Michael Cole got his, got F5'd out of his shoes? Mm-hmm. And Byron had to. Oh, right, yeah. He didn't but do Rich good. Brennan? Uh, they obviously have a lot of faith in the guy. Does he? We don't even know if he has music or anything. He's got a stupid haircut. He does have a stupid haircut. But I understand your your dislike for his stupid haircut. By the way, by the time by the time you hear this, I will have a side by side picture of Rich Brennan and Chaz Bono. You said this last Facebook. week. Shh. More important now. Okay. I I I think it's it, it's good that. See, Byron is like, he's in an apprenticeship with Michael Cole. You know what I mean? That's, he's teaching him stuff. Eventually, I guess working with Cole is more grooming you to replace Cole, as opposed to being the lead guy on SmackDown, where I won't be able to listen to SmackDown anymore. You'll be fine. Between, between the Uso and no one reigning King in. Is he the hurt one? I don't know. Probably not. Okay. I was just wondering why he just sat there on SmackDown and let his cousin get his ass kicked. Whatever. 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 Family, right? Something. Whatever. I don't, I don't know what you so it is. I think it's the one that's married to Naomi because... It Smackdown. is. It is the one. Yeah. He but is he it. injured? Or is it the other one that's injured that he's off TV? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't, even, I don't even really care. Wow. I don't like the Usos as a tag team. Really? I mean... I mean, I like them better as a tag team than I would if they were singles wrestlers. They can never survive as singles wrestlers. No, they don't have any of it. The only way they can survive as singles wrestlers is if one of them puts on about 100 extra pounds. Which she could. And puts on face paint on his whole face as Umaga 2.0. That's the only way. It's the only way. Yeah. Other than that, I don't think they can work unless they're a tag team. They're great as a tag team. They're because just not interested. They don't have to wear masks to be interchangeable. Yep. I don't know the difference. Just like you. It's like if Marty Jannetty had a twin. Yeah, I mean, those guys, if you want, if you care at all about the tag division, you want the Usos to succeed. I wanted to get into this later, but I guess we can get into it now. The Dudleys! I wasn't talking about that. I don't care, that was a huge surprise. We're talking about SummerSlam, though. We keep jumping around, man. We gotta focus here, buddy. Talk about the tag division. I know, but in order to talk about the tag division, Mm -hmm. we gotta talk... About the tag team title match at SummerSlam. Which we didn't have. Alright, listen. That's gonna be... Here's the thing. SummerSlam was just too exciting. Okay? We want to have the attention of the entire WWE Universe. We shouldn't have to share the spotlight with other tag teams. We're supposed to get a one-on-one. Two-on-two. <laughs> Tag team match. Basement chair, Rich Deriz, 
versus the tag team champions, which is going to be the New Day. And what better pay-per-view than a pay-per-view about champions? The night of champions. Well, theoretically, Seth is going to wrestle twice. I was. We're gonna. We're gonna get to that. Okay. Okay. We're getting to that. I'm. I'm. You're right. I'm jumping ahead. So I, I like. I don't know. I it's all right. Listen. Ahead. Check it out. It's all about growth. It's a. It's a late. It's already Saturday technically. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's fine. We're gonna be all right. You know why? Because the believe. basement bookers. Not only do we believe. But sometimes bow leaving is not always a good thing. And we're going to talk about that soon. Yeah, now you're jumping ahead to Raw. But we brought it up. But I'm saying we're evolving. Okay? Yes. Starting next week. But anyway, this week, it's just too crazy. There's too much excitement. There's too many things we want to talk about. So, talk about tag division, yeah. Alright. So, at SummerSlam, the New Day defeated... Los Matadors, mm-hmm. they defeated the primetime players and the Lucha Dragons yep. to regain the tag team title. Now, if you watch SummerSlam, you saw what we were confused about, what we saw. Kofi Kingston went to pin Big E. And we're like, <laughs> what? I want, and we watched that match, because mm-hmm. I often do. When I'm somewhere live, I want to see it again because I want to hear the guys. Yeah. According to Michael Cole, that maneuver is perfectly legal. If both, in in a match like that with those rules, if both participants are legal, they could have won the tag team titles that way. Interesting. And I appreciated that that was addressed. I'm surprised that hasn't been done before. As a successful finish. Well, you never had, like, a comedy heel tag team before. Like this. What did you... Not like the New Day, at least. What did you think of the match? It's pretty good. Um, Typical. Pretty typical, but pretty good, because it was a little more exciting. I just feel like we've seen these four teams face off against each other for the past few months. There was a spot where a matador was put on the corner, and he was supposed to get superplexed, mm-hmm. and then oh, yeah, that he, messed up. He sl- he slipped off. He slipped off, and then another one went yeah, up. The other matador, yeah. That's strange. But it's like, all right, so what? <laughs> but they got it done. Uh, I'm glad that the new day won because I picked the new day. Now, let me tell you something. First of all, Brooklyn loves the New Day. Okay? Mm-hmm. I felt I felt the positivity. When you get in there and you're clapping along, it's infectious. And you find different ways to do the clap. I was doing <laughs> it like three different ways the whole time. And I was into it. I mean, Xavier's way, Kofi's way, and Biggie's way? And the Jerry way. It's pretty good. So that's four. Whatever. Did I say numbers? You said three. Whatever, man. Hey, I'm not a mathematician. I know. I'm not Albert Einstein. <laughs> I'm not Russell Crowe and Beautiful Mind. Okay? I'm not Matt Damon and Goodwill Hunting. I'm not my fourth grade math teacher who told me I never amount to anything. I'm not him. You don't know me. 
This isn't about me. All right, back to what's going on here. Thank you. <laughs> so the new day came out on Monday Night Raw. It was the greatest entrance ever. This was excellent. Uh, Xavier Woods was playing a trombone. I didn't ask whether or not it was rusty. And they did, like, uh... uh like the, the Jay-Z New York, New York. song. The yeah. Jay-Z song. You know, you saw it. Let's hear it for New Day. That was great. Because Brooklyn is booty. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. But it was pretty good. At the end of the day, the New Day got their asses kicked because the Dudley Boys are back in the WWE. We were there, and we were like, ah, everybody was nuts. Everybody was going crazy for the Dudley Boys. The roof did indeed, fall, just a little bit, fly off. I could tell because we were right there. We were at the roof. When those pyros went off, we weren't in Brooklyn anymore. We were, we were in motherfucking Dudleyville. That's great. Woo! Xavier Woods got put through a table. Mm. It was incredible. Those guys did not lose a step. Nope. Well, they've both been... First of all, if they're not wrestling, they're at the, their school. Yeah, they're back. It's not a one-time thing. And they've been recently added to the October Madison Square Garden show that Brock's going to be at. I think they're going to be at the December show at Barclays also, which is real. Yeah. They're back. I can't wait. This is the best thing that's happened to the tag division since... The Basement Bookers. Which we haven't debuted yet. But we still have a shot. Because of Johnny Lambeau. Don't worry about it. He's got us covered. Does he listen? He doesn't have to listen. He's too busy doing business deals. That's not what this is about right now. Listen. Tag Team Division's gonna be... I'm I'm excited about Tag Team Wrestling again. I'm excited about us freaking debuting. Keep training. Okay. 40-ounce curls. Real training? Up for my 12-ounce curls. Real training? So I'm improving. You're not improving. I'm, cons- I'm concerned for your health. All right, now listen. You're right. I should be drinking this faster. Yeah, I, I guess. So on SmackDown, Dudley's wrestled. They came back. And... Something, something the happened. New Day came out with signs. Yeah, that was... That they was... defeated the Ascension, the Dudley boys. Because everyone does. Uh... The most dominant tag team in NXT history, which since coming to the roster, not so much. I don't know why. I blame the face paint because the face paint and the shoulder pads and everyone's like, oh, you're not the Road Warriors. And I'm just like, when did they ever say they were the Road Warriors? It's like people are associating them with the Road Warriors because they paint... A little triangle on their fucking forehead. And I think they do an eye thing, too. And they have shoulder pads. Which don't look anything like the Road Warriors shoulder pads. Did they speak on NXT? Not really. Not, I, I, I didn't see them speak until they lost. What they should have done... Since, I guess since we're talking about it. What they should have done with the Ascension is just give them a mouthpiece to talk for them. Um, they don't need to speak. Yeah, I think Jim Mitchell would have fit perfect as a manager for them. Yeah. Or that guy that looks like him. He's got to be an age gig. Oh, okay. Now, 
the New Day came out with signs. It was almost like it was out of like a cartoon. Yeah, like they were picketing, and for whatever reason, Biggie said booty. Yeah, I think it's like a slang term for something being whack. Like they did the same thing with their song at the, at Raw. They said Brooklyn is booty. Dude, did you come to Raw with us? I were you did. sitting next to me? I could have sworn you were sitting on on my right hand side. I'm pretty sure. I didn't pick up on that, but he had the sign which said booty, and I thought it meant ass. Yeah, it's ass. But sh- you know, what comes out of asses? It's shit. So I'm trying to remember what Xavier's sign said. Oh. Save a table, break a Dudley. Yeah, that was it. That was a sign. That was awesome. Co- and Kofi's sign was a hashtag something or other. Oh, hashtag give tables a chance. Yeah, that was it. I don't know. I think booty, I think of a nice ass. I don't think of an ass shitting. I guess. Listen, we're not young enough or hip enough to understand. Did you catch the, the New Day's... Interview with Michael Cole? No. Oh, it's so good. I gotta watch it. He just, they just annoyed the shit out of him. <laughs> Dude, there was a giant symbol involved. Cool. Yeah. It's Check stuff. it out. I implore you. And Xavier is so multi-talented playing the trombone. Yeah, it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. He's a great singer, too. Yeah. You know what's great? They're having fun. Yeah, they look like they're having fun. This is good. I think it's uh, it's an it's it's great. I think they made they took something and they made it. They made chicken salad out of chicken shit. I agree because if you remember when we first heard that the three of them were teaming together, you know, some people would talk about making about it being a new nation. Oh, some people as in you? Yeah. Okay. I, well, I as long was, as you admit to that. I was against it being a new nation. And me saying that it's not a new nation. Why can't they just be a bunch of guys tagged together for a common mission? Um, talking about just, you know, having Xavier as their mouthpiece, but all three of them wrestle. And Xavier, you know, being a genius and everything, he'd be really good at it annoying people. He is really good at annoying people, but now it's, you know, just, he's just a lot more energetic. He's a very intelligent individual. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think that's good. I think that shows in their work. Uh, if, and if you have more interest in the New Day, they have a cool interview on Jericho's podcast that you should listen to. It's pretty good. Anyway, back to the best dad podcast in Brooklyn. Yes. Um, Besides Taz's? What'd you think of Arrow versus Neville? Arrow and Neville. What'd you think of the tag team match? Stephen Amell, Neville versus Stardust, and the Cosmic King! Barrett. Admit it. Admit it. You were surprised. Well, as how well he did. Yeah. Because he well, was selling. First of all, when he was on Raw and he leapt up to the apron and then yeah, like over the over the rope, I said, this could be good. That Yeah, you did. 
So, like, why are you saying, like, I was denied? It's different if it's an actual wrestling match. I was surprised that he actually worked in the match at selling. It was uh, a pleasant surprise. He, I think he did very well. He did extremely well for someone that's really never done it before. He's probably been practicing all week, if not longer. They've probably been rolling around, probably put him in there with some NXT dudes. Still, though. But, yeah, for someone... I mean, look at the Tough Enough cast. They, yeah, they're teaching them. They can, yeah, they can barely get it after ten weeks. You know, after ten weeks, they couldn't do what Stephen Amell did. I was more impressed with Stephen Amell's in-ring work than I was with any of the Tough Enough finals. Well, that goes without saying. I'm trying to pick like a comparison that's like way across the board. That's like comparing my boxing to Floyd Mayweather. Okay, that's the huge difference. It's not that big of a difference. It's a big difference. It's not that big of a difference. It's a big difference. It's not I'm that... pretty good. When I put those mitts on, bro, I put those hands up. You better watch out. With the Wii controllers? Watch out for basement just Listen, man. You... The Wii motes? Hey, man, I'm pretty good at punch out on the Wii, bro. You don't want none of this. Shit's tough. You want to play? Maybe later. Well, not now. Okay. Well, pro- I'm busy working right now. <laughs> All right, I'm talking about that. But yeah, uh, good match. No sleeves on Stardust was cool. It's weird. Uh, it's fine. It's I mean, it's fine. It's weird though. Uh, of course, Neville and Amel get the victory with Neville and Neville. <laughs> with Neville getting the cover on uh, King Barrett. And of course, this upset Stardust greatly. He was supposed to tag team with with, with the, I don't know, was he still the Cosmic King? I don't think they announced him as a Cosmic King. Well, he's supposed to team with Barrett on Raw. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, who Neville's partner was supposed to be, but it didn't wind up being a tag team match because Stardust attacked, uh, Barrett. Mm-hmm. Cause he lost him the match. Did they even have a match after that? Yeah, Neville fought Stardust. I don't know if it was a match, or he just beat him up and did the red arrow on him. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't think it was a match. But that happened. That did happen. Let's keep moving, man. Let's keep it moving on to Rusev. This is not in any order in particular, but this is Rusev versus Ziggler. Uh, listen... The match ended in a double countout. That was a, yeah. That was the first screwy finish of the night. Um, I want to say, I want this feud to be over. What's next? I don't know. Maybe they'll do a mixed tag, Ziggler, Lana versus Rusev and Summer. But then what? You know, maybe they're planting seeds. Uh, are they sending Big Show through the revolving door? Because on SmackDown, he knocked Rusev clean out. They yeah. were a tag team, and he just knocked oh, Rusev, them out. Rusev was being a dick. Saw that? Yeah, well, he was also a... Uh, he was, uh, they also beat him up. Yeah. Rusev and Owens beat Big Show up mm-hmm. on Raw. So, who knows what's going on with this. Yeah, so, Show might be going through... I, and I even said, when we were at SummerSlam, I said... Whenever they set up Big Show's entrance, they should make him go through a revolving door. Yeah, which about 10% of the audience is going to get. Well, it's Brooklyn, so 90% of the audience is going to get it. 
Also, thankfully, we weren't really seated by any annoying kids. That was good. That was good shit. Um, I don't know. I I didn't really care for the kids in front of us, though. That was uh, SummerSlam. Was it SummerSlam? Yeah. Yeah, this one kid was playing with the seat next to me. Like, he was tur- turned around, and no one was sitting to my rights, and he kept pushing the seat. And I'm giving him the really hard, what are you doing, look. So eventually he stopped. Alright. But, like, he's there, and he's playing a racing game on the phone. It's like, go ahead. Go ahead. Do you know how much your fucking father paid for that goddamn ticket? You ever played a fucking game? And he was FaceTiming his mom. That wasn't the only one. There was this other kid on his on his iPad text uh, messenger. I'm like, do you know where you are? I wanted to take it out of his hands and just break it over my knee, like so, <laughs> with my knee. You know, um, have some appreciation. First of all, there's people out there working mm-hmm. to put on a show for you, mm-hmm. for you. Oh, hey. Barclay Center, 2001 called. They want their what chant back. Fucking stop with the whating. Oh, who who they? Oh, that was um Stewart, John Stewart. We'll get to him. We will. But come on, it's not enough already. Enough with the what? It's over. Here's the thing. Let me tell you about the what. You know how long ago 2001 was? 14 years. 14 years ago. It's over. Apollo Cruz was six years old. He was like, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Enough with the what's. Enough. Let me explain the what's. And I think you get it. Some of our listeners might not get it. When someone's cutting a promo in WWE, they have this pace that's like a pattern. What? And anytime there's a pause. What? The fans feel the need. What? To put a what in there. What? I said what? 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 Alright. We're done? We're done. It's generally seen as a sign of a bad promo. Because you're, if you have, if you have those pauses, those regularly timed pauses like that, it means you're not speaking naturally. Cause you can't what like that in a normal conversation. What? I said you can't what like that in a normal conversation. You just can't. Well, I understand. But here's something that I could kind of relate to Mm -hmm. as a person not good with public speaking. Mm -hmm. When you're out there and you have to say stuff, you have to hit bullet points in your head Mm -hmm. and bring it out there. It's a pacing mechanism. Sometimes you have to so you can, you know, think. Right. And you got all these people... Mm-hmm. Like, I'm there, I'm like, this is a lot of fucking people. You know? Mm-hmm. But imagine being in the middle of all that. Eyes on you. Yeah, it's pressure. I get it. But John Stewart is experienced to that. It's not like he's never done it before. Sure, The Barclays been... Center sits a lot more than a Daily Show studio. Right. But... He's done public speaking more. He it's not like it's not like he's new to public speaking. He should know. He should he I mean, come on, how long did he host the Daily Show for? A long time, but he has these blue cards in front of him. Yeah, but you still You ever watch the show? No. Okay. 
It's it's two different beasts. Yeah, but still. I get it. But I, I'm tired of the watch hands. That's my whole point. What's more annoying, the watch hands or the people on their phones? People on their phones. It's a sign of disrespect. Like a bigger sign mm-hmm. of disrespect. And it's a waste. Because I'd like to be there all the time. Yeah. If it, if it were up to me, if I could travel, you know what my dream would be? If I could travel with them to all the shows and get paid. Just just yeah. to watch. Just hitch a ride and sign guy's car. But he's not getting paid. No. Why would you get paid? It's a dream, dude. I could dream. Okay. I have dreams too, baby. You want alcohol to come out of your faucet. Why can't I just get paid to watch wrestling? <sighs> I'll travel in the trucks. It's fine. I'll help. I'll help build the ring. Break it down. If I can watch wrestling for free. Hell be yeah. Fine. Live? All the time? Mm-hmm. You guys... Uh, listen, man. If anybody in the WWE happens to be listening... Or can get me a job as a, a, a water boy, towel guy, whatever, man. Whatever. I'll do it. I'll do it. Be the creepy timekeeper, dude. I'd be a better timekeeper. Seriously. Anyway. We're off the rails again. Yeah, we'll get to that. Um. So we were talking about... Rusev and Ziggler, double count out. Whatever. Usual shit. Uh, I don't like the angle. Uh, I think everyone involved deserves better than what they're getting. Yeah, could we just, like, cut and paste shit we said last week and the week before and the week before about this angle? Well, you're editing this week. You could do it. I probably could. All right. Um, then we had the uh, triple threat match for the IC title. I really got nothing to say about that. It happened the way I thought it would. The big guy retaining, mm-hmm. covering the Miz. Yep. Uh, where they go from there, I don't know. They were in a tag team match together or something or wrong. Shows and go through the revolving door and... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I actually have his show going through the revolving door. Question mark. Um, I hope they're trying something different, but they're probably just going to turn him again. <laughs> um, I know. Let's turn him face. So let's talk about what, in my opinion, regardless of finish, was the match of the night. John Cena for Seth Rollins, winner takes all. United States champion, world champion, one-on-one. Seth Rollins, decked out in white, looking like the White Power Ranger. Yeah, there's a hundred memes of that. And it's good. Obviously, Brooklyn, way behind Rollins. I don't know if it was because they actually like him better than Cena, or they're just following because it's cool. Because it's just cool to... But this basement booker was behind his guy. Had my chain gang chain on, my word life hat. Visor. Visor. (laughs) And when that match was over, I had my hands on my head. I couldn't believe it. That being said, fuck that finish. Great match. Great match until the ref bump. Yeah. Um, what would you have done differently? I'll say this. Um, having Cena lose the way he did protects Cena. 
But Cena doesn't fucking need protection anymore. You know? It's Cena. Everyone knows it's John Cena. He's a 15-time world champ. He can stand on that alone. He doesn't need protection. You can have him lose a match clean. On the other side of things... You know, it's Vince, right? Yes. On the other side of things, I think it's better... It makes more sense for Seth to win not clean. Because it's his M.O. Now, it's just a matter of how someone screws his opponent, in this case. Um, the explanation that we got from Jon Stewart was stupid. I get it, but it was stupid. And I don't want to talk about that anymore, but it was a very good match up until the ref bump. Um, a little surprised that Sheamus didn't cash in, but then again, Seth wasn't really beat up. And I'm looking forward to see what they do with Seth as a double champion. I had an idea. Mm-hmm. Well, I was thinking, it's a good thing that Jon Stewart had said on Raw that he didn't think it through. Mm-hmm. Because he really did it. Mm-hmm. If you really wanted to do what you could have done... You could have had John, you didn't have to have the ref bump. You could have had John Stewart come into the match and get Cena disqualified. Right. Because Cena wouldn't win the belt, mm-hmm. which means he wouldn't tie Ric Flair for mm-hmm. 16 times. He'd keep the United States title, which is best for business. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about from a story standpoint. John Cena as United States Champion is the best thing to happen in such a long time. I agree. And I don't. I think I was more upset that he lost it because of that. Because of these great matches we're missing out on to put the United States title on Seth Rollins. Yeah. The, the only thing I can see happening... I'm sorry to cut you off. It's okay. Because you were interrupting me. <laughs> but... The... The only thing I can see happening is what we know, everybody that saw Raw know what's going to happen. Your boy is back and somehow he has a world title shot. Now, at Night of Champions, first of all, I'm I'm fast forwarding, but the reason I would have had Seth Rollins keep the belt Cena's disqualified. Monday, you could have Rollins pissed. He wants to know what John Stewart's problem was getting involved in his match. And continues the feud that they were having. He, he could actually close the feud right there. Mm-hmm. Instead of having John Cena, a face, give an AA to a, be- to a beloved guy, mm-hmm. you could have had Rollins do a pedigree on Stewart, giving him more heat. Yep. That's what I would have done. Whatever. And maybe you could have had Sting come out there then. But maybe what they'll do at Night of Champions, Rollins has to fight twice, loses the belt to John Cena, because he figures, live to fight another day, He's got Sting at the end of the night to defend his World Heavyweight title against. Mm-hmm. And, of course, win that match. Yeah. Or, 
Sting somehow wins that match, and Sheamus catches in and whoops Sting's ass for the World Heavyweight title, and he's the champ. Plan B. That's not bad. I just... For everything Sting's done in his career, maybe give him a world title for a little bit. Like, maybe for a few minutes. Five seconds. Until Seamus crashes in. <laughs> to a bro kick. Let, let, let's, uh, can we go over Sting's timeline here for a minute? Sure. So, he, he fought at WrestleMania. He had a match against Triple H. Um, in which, like, anyone that's been associated with either of them for the past 20 years got involved. Sting, didn't make any sense. Right. Sting lost. And he lost after Triple H cheated mm-hmm. and still shook his head at the end of the match. It's not cheating. He hit him with a sledgehammer. In a no-DQ match. He still won unfairly. It's a no-DQ match. Rich. If anything was Rich, un- listen if, to me. If I understand un- the rules. Okay. But you don't shake a man's hand after winning unfairly. That I agree with, 100%. That's my point. Sting shouldn't shook uh, H's hand. Now, fast forward to Raw. Mm-hmm. So, you have Sting, Triple H, and Seth Rollins in the ring. Stephanie's also there, but we're not going to mention her. Even though I just did. Hmm. And Sting goes after Rollins. Rollins actually went after Sting. But I don't know why, because Rollins and Sting never had any interaction. Dude. Survivor Series. Sting in, got himself involved in that match. Ziggler won and got the authority fired. Oh, that was so long ago, though. It still happened, dude. I was talking about a timeline from WrestleMania. Okay. Alright, so, there's that. So that's No like, interaction, but there's that. Okay. That's like a year ago. Gotcha. That was before WrestleMania. So, I, anything it, before WrestleMania doesn't matter. Well, if you remember, I started the timeline at WrestleMania. It's weird. You forgot about Survivor Series. That's when he showed up. Okay. Where are you going? I'm saying, why didn't Sting Triple H go at it? It's a very good question. With with Seth staving, saving Daddy. I'm glad you brought that up. Because as soon as that thing came up, Triple H, who defeated Sting at WrestleMania, literally pushed out and left the ring. Yep. He was selling fear. I mean, if he looked at the guy, he could see he was sweating his ass off of that box. His freaking paint was coming off. Yeah, he probably was like, Phew. He's like 50. He's every. He's 50 as fuck. <laughs> okay? Every bit of 50. He's gotta be and he's just bit. like, let me just get out of this ring here. I didn't beat you at WrestleMania or nothing. I'm not in the prime of my life, and you're a grandfather probably. Let me just leave the ring. I get that. So, yeah, it, it just it didn't make a whole... Like, it made a little sense, but not a lot. It's like it's like see it's like uh, Rollins felt the need to defend Daddy. Yeah, you know I noticed something about Seth Rollins, and then and then Sting just gets the title match. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, here I am." 
It's like, you wrestled one match in the company, you lost, so you get a world title shot. Well, I guess Seth Rollins is the man. He's got to put Sting in his place. Doesn't have to be for title. Sting, Sting, if we ignore the rest of Sting's career, Sting has done nothing to deserve a title shot. All right. Now, what I said at the beginning of this was maybe everything else he's done in his career earned him a couple of minutes as world champ. Now, that is great for him. But what does that do for the championship? Does it make it more prestigious? Does it affect its prestige at all? Well, not if he's going to lose it right there anyway to Sheamus. And Sting, as world champion, I think is not a great thing. Because he'd lose it right there at not a champion after winning it. Even if he doesn't. Even if Sheamus doesn't cash in. Which he will. He has, I'd be fucking better. He fucking better. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't. He know. would. He would. You know why? Because Sting's fifty, and he just wrestled against one of the best wrestlers in the company, who storyline wise is the man. Mm-hmm. There's no way he wouldn't. You'd be an idiot not to. You talk about a guy who only wants real men in his wrestling. True. And what a way to make a statement. That being said, made an observation about Seth Rollins. Okay. Seth Rollins reminds me of Superboy. I'll tell you why. Mm -hmm. Superboy, in the comics, is a clone comprised of the DNA of Superman and Lex Luthor. When I see Seth Rollins... I think Shawn Michaels and Triple H. Think about it. Yeah. It makes perfect sense. It does. Wow. Pretty good. <laughs> so that's another image I got to put together. <laughs> but yeah, I would have definitely thought Rollins putting a pedigree on Stewart more heat. And why would Cena need to AA? John Stewart. I get he had to do what he had to do, but that's mm-hmm. more of a heel thing to do, you know? But I understand his point. It's handling the business. Mm-hmm. Cena's got to get his United States title rematch. And I really don't appreciate the fact that there wasn't a United States title match on Raw, and there wasn't a United States title match on SmackDown. There wasn't an Intercontinental title match on, on SmackDown. There wasn't an Intercontinental title match on Raw. There hasn't been a Divas title match, which brings us to our next match. Team PCB versus the Bellas versus Team Bad. I believe in the Divas Revolution. I believe in a real Divas Revolution. Mm -hmm. This is not that. I'll tell you why. Because all you're doing... Just to showcase them, you're throwing them all in a bit in a, in a match and not giving them a chance to really tell a story. Mm-hmm. You can't do it in this format. We all know who won. Yeah. Becky got the cover. Was it on Bray? Bray? Mm-hmm. On 
Brie. Why not have her get a cover on Nikki? Because both, I think it was Paige and Becky, got Nikki to tap out, and that didn't get them anything. That could create a little... Triple threat. Maybe. But that not even that. Like, I understand you want to make... They want Nikki to be the longest reign champion because Vince McMahon's an asshole in that way. Because mm-hmm. he wants to take that away from AJ, which is not right. I'd understand if Nikki was actually defending the Divas title. And I don't want to hear she does it at live events because if it's not on TV, it's not happening. Right, because no, there's no plot. I don't want to hear that shit. And I'm sorry if I'm getting a little heated here. Because I feel like it's an insult. It's an insult to the division. And it's an insult to the fans. Add to that, on Raw, Nikki says, and I quote, wins, losses, don't matter. Are you fucking stupid? (laughs) Do you think before you speak? Yes, they do matter. If they don't matter, then that accessory you're holding doesn't mean anything. Because right now, as far as I'm concerned, as long as you hold it, it doesn't mean anything. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, as soon as someone does take it from you, I hope they throw it in the trash. And they get rid of that thing and have a true women's title. Because this diva shit is bullshit. I gotta ask you. What's up, man? Did you read what Lance Storm said on the topic? No, you put something on that? Pretty much exactly everything you said. In addition to the only, the only like, he said all of that. Oh, okay. He said all of I that. I gotta read this shit. Yeah, it's great. It's on, it's on the side I read. I gotta check it out. Um, in, but in addition to that, he also said that they need to redesign the belt because having it as a butterfly, A, silly and childish, but B, there are connotations to female genitalia. Yeah, okay. So, shit, now I see that. Yeah, make it a women's world title. Yeah. That has to be defended. Yes. Like, a world championship. Mm -hmm. But also redesign the belt so it looks like a real belt. He said the NXT women's title looks better than NXT men's title. Really? I like the NXT title, men's title. Yeah, but I like the women's title better. The, The men's title, it's an X. Yeah. It's got an N and a T next to it, but it's an X. And it looks almost exactly like an old TNA X division. That would make it the second best looking title. Actually, to me, it's third. I like the IC title with the white. I'm a fan of that. The best thing Cody Rhodes did until he disappeared. Who knows where he is now? Self being dashing somewhere. Probably. But about that, I really think what they should have done... They should have had a Divas title match at SummerSlam. How are you going to have a Divas Revolution and there's no Divas title match? There's no women's title match what they at SummerSlam. What they could have done, they could have had all nine, all nine women, but have it start out as single elimination. Tag teams, but single elimination. Once a, like once, uh, one of, all three of one team is eliminated, then it's just three on three, and then have the last two standing fight for the women's title. 
It's hmm. weird. That is a little weird. It's a little TNA-ish, but if you want to get all nine involved and not have it be a stupid battle you, royal, you, you do more than one match. Yeah, you do more than one to... match, so so you don't get one of the the. You, oh, so you don't get Shabbos versus Randy Orton. <laughs> Big fucking deal. They don't have to have a match at SummerSlam. They don't have to. You could have put. You could have had a Divas title match. Who? Oh, hey, who's the number one contender for the Divas title? Thanks. Honestly, Natty. You know why? Everyone else has lost a match recently. She hasn't. What was the last time she wrestled? Don't matter. Huh. <laughs> but yeah, my point being, yeah, where's Natty? Uh, she's uh, taking care of the kittens. She belongs in that mm-hmm. somewhere. I just feel like they need to break these teams up. Then you'll have more matchups. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. I don't. I don't get. You want a revolution? Make it a real revolution. This ain't no revolution, man. It's three on three on three. Yeah, and you know what? That's why Brooklyn shit on it. Because mm-hmm. they're not idiots. We're not dumb. At first, I was like, come on, guys. But then I'm like, all right, devil's ad. What's happening here? Mm-hmm. It was just really catty, that Miz TV segment. Mm-hmm. No team bad on Raw. Not that I want, not that I care for the other two, mm. but Sasha Banks. That's a ba- that's a bad move. Brooklyn loves them for Sasha Banks. Everyone loves she Sasha should have been Banks. out there. She's awesome. She should have had more time at SummerSlam. Shouldn't have been just taken out right away. Mm-hmm. Granted, Tamina ate the pin, like I said, right. So, yeah, I, this this podcast could go on for another two hours. If I continue ranting about Nikki, who I believe, I have a theory, is somehow very sick. And she doesn't know it. And this is the most elaborate make-a-wish John Cena has ever performed in his entire career. (laughs) John Cena, by the way, everyone knows, 500. 500. It's, That's a lot of kids. This is a dude. who want to see, who want to hang out with John Cena. Can you imagine what that feels like? No, and they get one wish and they want to meet you. It's amazingly giving for Cena. Like he he loves to give back. He's the he's a company man through and through. But it's it's for a fantastic cause. Make a wish is awesome. And I think it's time for everybody to let Nikki know, let her in on what's going on. Anyway. Did you hear, <laughs> just briefly speaking of charities, did you hear that a famous local artist teamed up with um, the Barclays Center and WWE to donate some artwork, uh, three pieces of artwork, each to commemorate TakeOver, SummerSlam, and Raw selling out the Barclays Center, and it's going to be auctioned off, and the proceeds are going to go to Connor's Cure. Very good. That's some good shit. Mm-hmm. Full of win. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, we skipped Owen Cesaro. Well, that's right before the main event, so we didn't skip it. We also have the tag match. Wyatt and Harper. That we skipped. Yeah, we skipped. Uh, look. What can be said? We've seen it before. 
minus one guy on each side. Yeah. It's basically same old shit. Shield, yeah. Shield one. Yeah. Uh, fine. Owens versus Cesaro. We were both right. Look. Owens had to win that. Unfortunately for Cesaro. I disagree. Cesaro was the fresh guy. Owens had a ladder match the night before. He should have lost. Because then, even, like he did, if he did lose, the heel would have an excuse. He wasn't at 100%. It was a fluke for Cesaro. And if he was fresh, he wouldn't have beat him. I've never heard Owens make an excuse before. That's, that would be out of character for him. I think, when I say that he, Owens needed to win, I don't mean like make, it makes sense, but for the character, he need like he lost the night before, he needs to win tonight. I disagree. I just don't, I don't get how you can have a hellacious ladder match at NXT the night before. Cesaro's fresh and he loses. That makes Cesaro look weak. I don't disagree with that. Did he at least cheat though? He won fair and square. He beat him clean. Did he beat him clean? I don't remember. As far as I know. Unless I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, I don't remember it being a screwy finish. But it sucks for Cesaro. It does. I don't know what they got against the guy. But hey, wins and losses don't matter, right? Yeah. Because Nikki knows. The second lady of the WWE. Oh, God. Just thinking about it just pisses me off. To no end. Especially the rumors that... Do you hear the rumor? Which rumor? About Cena. It's the rumor we're talking about is that Cena used some of his clout to have Nikki not drop the belt a couple of times recently. It's an accessory. It's not a title. Again, she she needs to defend it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It it's ridiculous. All right, so yeah, Cesaro. Nope. He lost. Um, what I think they should do, they should have, uh, I guess, a fatal eight-way number one contenders match. I'll put Natty in there, too. Make an elimination. I think the ones that tapped Nikki should be involved. Should be the only ones involved. Yeah, but that would automatically eliminate Bree and Alicia from possible contendership. Okay, so I think Bree. They're a team. Yeah, I wouldn't be against Bree winning. I won't like it, but you need to put a bit of a rift to create some drama here. Because otherwise, there's no drama. There's nothing interesting happening. You have a face team, a heel team, and the Bellas that no one gives a shit about, except one of them has a vagina-like title. The part of the reason is because. No one knows what they are every week. Mm-hmm. Heal the face. What are we doing here? On SmackDown, they started to get a little bit of a, a rift. They tried to cause a rift between Becky and uh, Charlotte. Yeah, because Paige is doing tough enough. And they turned it back around on her. Yeah. Which was great. Because they watch the shit. Mm-hmm. They remember things. <laughs> which apparently, Brie doesn't remember being Nikki's personal assistant being treated like absolute dog shit or being wished dead. Wish dead in the womb. In the womb. Yeah. It's rough. So that's that. The main event. 
which uh, we all saw. Um, we were there. We were there, so for, it was different for us. For us, like we were watching the screen. I was watching the match. I wasn't watching no screen. Well, I'm talking about for the the controversy. For the controversy part, because it was tough to see. Yeah. Detail. Yeah, but as it was happening, we heard the bell ring, and we're like, "What?" Yeah. Did, did he won? Take your tapped. I, well, I I immediately didn't think that because I know I didn't see the ref motion for shit. Yeah, the ref didn't motion for anything, which was what was confusing. Yeah. I thought it was a miscue, mm. but yeah, go ahead, man. This is all you. So we saw, yeah. I mean, everyone saw saw Charles Robinson yelling to the timekeeper. I didn't call for the bell. What are you doing? And then we see the fucking low blow. Undertaker's a heel. He's the heel yeah. right there. Like we didn't even did they replay it for us to see the tap out? I don't remember if they did. They I don't have. think so. I was busy confused. Um. And so the referee starts the match and Taker. Locks in the Hell's Gate, Brock gives him the finger, and Brock passes out. Thankfully, 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 Heyman grabbed a mic and showed the timekeeper how it's done. Which was fucking hysterical. Yeah. It was great. I didn't get to watch the end of that on the network. I'm wondering, was that, did everybody see that? Or was it just for us over there? Supposedly everyone saw it. Oh, okay, good. Because I reread through some stuff online. Um, but the big news is that whether it's a work or not, Taker collapsed on his way to the back. And we didn't see that because we were looking at the ring. Yeah. Also, one th- one thing bugged me. Um, someone on the site I read. For uh Owen Cesaro match when Cesaro was lighting up Kevin Owens with the uppercuts and everything. This was when they were testing out Taker's Pyros and we saw chanting We Saw Fire. Yeah. Well not we. We didn't start that chant, but it was funny, so we got along with it. This dick, Matt Boone, fucking calling you out. Matt Boone, who was watching, said that we were chanting He's on Fire. Fucking no, we weren't. We fucking had ADD. They were testing out fucking Taker's pyros. We saw fire. So we chanted, we saw fire. You fucking idiot. I wonder if they were testing it to make sure Undertaker doesn't catch fire. Probably. Uh, Fucking. Not enough suplexes, which makes sense because, you know, he'd probably kill him. Now... Taker's always been... The sit-up spot. That was great. That was hysterical. And they went to the punch fest from there. But, like, T- Taker's always been very protective of his character. As I think, first of all, someone of his character you need to be. And in general, you should be. But, um... He's done low blows as the badass, though. When he was an American badass taker. When he was a heel. But he's a... F- I understand. Like, he, he's a heel. I'm just he's saying a heel. he's done people, it before. People need to understand that he's a heel right now. You need to stop cheering him. 
It's I told WWE you. Universe, stop cheering for him. He has done nothing face-like at all. He is a heel. I tried to tell you, Period. bro. Period. It's not going to work. Listen, I understand it's not going to work. But I feel like if people knew, I think they don't know. I think they don't care. They need to care. Undertaker needs to tomb. He needs to tombstone an infant. And last ride. Uh, what'd you say? A, a veteran? Yeah, give a, 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 a last hero. ride to a war hero. And then after that, proceed to urinate on him. And then take a dump on his face. Then, maybe, if you're lucky well, that and the planets are aligned, now, you'll get a boo. If he if he's taking a dump on this dude's face, is the crowd gonna chant "Unholy shit, unholy shit"? Yes. Yeah, and there you go. He's still getting. <laughs> it's very difficult. What would you have done? As far as writing the shit, you did the finish. I I wouldn't have had the distraction of the fucking timekeeper ringing the bell. It was stupid. It's just completely stupid. Okay. It's like, that. that is just completely shining the light on, on the fucking, the fact that it's fake. Hmm. That it's scripted. It's like, you, you don't do it. That's not fucking realistic at so all. what do you do? That has never happened in an actual combat sport. I think the ref should have been distracted by something else. Maybe Heyman. Combat sport. This is sports entertainment, my friend. I completely, I completely <laughs> understand that, but come on, like as a fan, you can't be proud of that. You you can't say to a non-fan, dude, watch this, it's great. He'll say, "What the fuck was that? <laughs> what? The, why, why is this guy ringing the bell if he's not supposed to fucking ring the bell until the ref tells him to?" Uh, what you're doing? That's actually every fan that was at the show. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, but that, yeah. But that's not leaving the arena. The reaction from everybody was just all around dissatisfied. I'm surprised. We, I, if not for the kids, everyone would have been chanting, "What the fuck? What the fuck?" <laughs> it's fucking stupid. Yeah, like that's never happened before. There's a fucking reason for that. It never should have happened. Look, if you want to take her to win, fine. I'm not saying I want to take it away. No, no, not you. I, I'm I saying, you know, in general. I, I didn't want to take it away. I understand the reason why you How old is Brock Lesnar? Hmm? How old is Brock Lesnar? 36. Undertaker's what? Even? Well, how old is Undertaker? Come on. 100? Let's, 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 40, let's put some believability here, okay? One is a freak athlete in the prime of his life. The other one, not so much. Okay, Taker should have, before the last ride, I mean, before the uh, Snake Eyes, Taker should have ripped the turnbuckle cover off. Okay. Ref would have gone to fix it. Taker would have hit the low blow. There you go. That would have been better. Simple. And you know what? You can still have another match. That's old school. Hmm. Yeah. That would have worked. That's a good idea. Simple. So where does Brock go from here? Brock's going to fucking destroy The Undertaker at WrestleMania and retire him. Just like he did to Bo Dallas. So, yeah. Who did Bo piss off? 
I don't know, but uh, I don't think we're going to be seeing him for a while. Maybe they want him to take some time off and put a little more weight on. Maybe. Grow out the four strands of hair he can grow on his face. Four strands of hair. Man. <laughs> he got... He knows how to sell a suplex, man. Suplex city, bitch. Yeah, man. So I give... Look, a lot of people, uh, friends of mine, didn't like it. They crapped all over it. Um, maybe because I was there with my friends. I enjoyed SummerSlam as a whole. Uh, I give it a solid B+. Plus, you know? Um, I liked it. And I got, you know, there was stuff I didn't like. But overall, the experience was enjoyable. Agreed. The show itself was great, with the exception of the three screwy finishes. Yeah. The, the thing is, you have to look at it... Well, the way I've been looking at it lately is a book. Mm. And there's two sides of this story. Now, the people that paid and went over there, they don't want an end of a chapter. They want to be there for the end of the book. Mm-hmm. The Undertaker Lesnar, that's the end of one chapter. The book ain't over yet. It's They're going to fight again. It's going to continue. The, the Ziggler-Rusev thing, that was a shitty chapter. It's going to keep going. This is, this is a, a constantly flowing story that's gonna some of it doesn't make any fucking sense the Rusev Ziggler thing is like a Dan Brown book Dan Brown wrote the Da Vinci Code mm-hmm. now can you explain this? I am Da Vinci Code was a fantastic idea that was 300 pages too long if you had shortened it it would have been a lot better so, it would have been much better execution it would have been much more interesting and everything would have been less predictable. Right now, I feel like it's an excuse to get Summer Rae and Lana to catfight. I'm okay with that. So you want a revolution. You're right. <laughs> but the thing is, this whole angle was simply to keep Rusev on TV through his injury. Which he is. Yeah. But now he's back from injury. I understand they established this whole feud during the injury, but, like, are we there yet? Are we done yet? (laughs) Can can we... Can we move on with our lives? They all deserve better. Hopefully somebody figures out something. I was watching Tough Enough, and I'll talk about it briefly because we have a lot of shit. Um... They had to couple the characters. Mm-hmm. And they showed the creative team helping them. And I'm watching them like, fuck you dicks. I'm glad I know what you assholes look like because fuck each and every one of you. Well, that's character <laughs> creative, not... Yeah, I know. I, I was just... Writing. I needed, yeah. I needed to direct it somewhere. I need a physical representation. Do you think one of those dicks was Ed Kosky? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. There was they the, wouldn't dare put him on TV. The aura wasn't brown enough. With <laughs> shit, you know. I, I I guess it's it's a little difficult to to 
to make good storylines. Mm-hmm. But I'm not. I'm just a guy in a basement huh? talking into a freaking recorder. You know, whatever. I think for first time matches, all of them were pretty good. Um, what was it? Uh, Amanda used the strat. Yeah, Amanda's satisfaction way slow. She was actually visibly sloppier than Sarah Lee was. Thank you. So, winners were Sarah Lee and Josh. I'm okay with that. Um, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm okay with that too. Uh, ZZ I, does need to show more improvement. I think Amanda shot herself in the foot. Completely. Yeah. 100%. Um, ZZ needs, honestly, I think if they had said, if they had said to ZZ, if you could stay the same size, if you can move like Bray Wyatt. If you can't move like Bray Wyatt, you need to fucking do something different. Mm. Period. Because Bray, right now, for a dude with that size for, and that frame. frame, Bray Wyatt is the standard. Dude can fucking go. He can move. He could sell. He does splashes. He fucking runs. Like, he runs. It's also in his genes, too, man. Oh, genetics. Yeah. He's natural. For some reason I thought pants. He has magical pants. <laughs> He's magical, magical pants. I mean, his, like, his dad was a good wrestler, but he wasn't, I feel like, in a way, Bray has a little more athleticism because I see him move well, stuff's a lot more to get than better as you go down. Yeah. Look at Randy Orton and his dad. Look at The Rock and his dad. Well, I mean, that's booking. It's progression, too. Mm-hmm. Rock's dad had another hurdle in front of him. Yeah. It was a different time. It was a different place. Wrestling was a different business. Ron Simmons fixed that. Not by much, but he fixed it. Sort of. Did what he could. Yeah. So... It was a different, whole different thing there. Like, I don't even think I remember. Um, it was uh, him and Tony Atlas, right? They were a tag team. I think so. Like, I barely even vaguely have memory of that, and I don't even think I remember. I think I just saw it on the network. And uh, Teddy Long was that manager, right? Yeah. Either way, different time for uh, Rocky Johnson, but um. As far as Cowboy Bob, that was how he was booked. It was Ace. Him and Piper were over team. Piper never even won the world title. Yeah, brother. He didn't need to, but he should have. He held the IC title, right? Yeah, once. But you know what? He had a fucking memorable career. Yeah, well, he probably... There's plenty of guys... Who won the IC title and the world title? Who you're not even gonna remember, but you're gonna remember Roddy Piper as long as there's wrestling. Mm-hmm. That's it. So we were talking about um, ZZ watching Bray Wyatt. Um, that's the standard. Like I was saying, just if you can move like Bray Wyatt, you can be as big as you are. Fine. If you can't move like Bray Wyatt, do something 
that will make you able to. Because if you can't move like Bray Wyatt, yeah, because you gotta you be able to fifteen minute matches at least. Yeah, at least. Mm-hmm. So, good luck to those guys. Anything else to say about Tough Enough? It really was a little like I felt bad because thank God for Triple H being there because they were just taking turns, just shitting, just just shitting, shitting all over Sarah Lee. And I'm really glad Amanda didn't win. And Zizi. Yeah, you know, but it was more apparent, mm-hmm. you know, on Sarah Lee, yeah. and that wasn't right. Like, I wasn't a big fan of hers. I did, I voted for her. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I wasn't a big fan of hers, but I'm glad I voted for her in the end. Yeah. I, Cause I had to, I'm gonna make it really quick. Cause I was behind. Mm-hmm. And the option to vote came up before I saw the rest of the show. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad I picked her. Because I would have been upset with myself if I picked Amanda after what I saw. Yeah. You know, she's really mean. Also, um, briefly, Mick Foley called out Amanda. I don't know if you saw. I did. For slut-shaming. Yeah. That was fucked up. Mm -hmm. That's part of the reason I'm glad she lost. And I think that's what, that's what I meant by her shooting herself in the foot. Mm -hmm. It's like, if you're not... That's a form of bullying. It is. It absolutely is. Be a star, man. Yeah, that was what Foley said. Now, if... If you're playing character, play a character, but if you want us to vote for you, make us like you. You you can't be the heel when you're not supposed to be playing character and get votes. Like, when Gigi was the heel, they told her, be the bitchy boss and be the heel. She was the heel, and it got over. And people liked it and voted for her. And that was good for her. You're in the house. You're trying to get votes. You're being a bitch. We don't like you. Huh. We've been, everyone's been bullied. You're a bully? I don't like you. Let's, let's hear your, your, your Yeti call. Can you do it? I can't do a Yeti call. I'm not even gonna try. Can you do it? Oh, I can try it. That's not bad. You gotta, you gotta, yo. Different points. Whatever. I'm done. Yeah. Done. Okay. Needs more practice, guys. Better than I could do. Alright, so we had NXT TakeOver this weekend also. Unfortunately, we weren't there for that, much as I would have loved to have been. Yeah, to... something happened. Should have happened. Um, so let's uh, go through these in the order that they happened. Jushin Thunder Liger versus Tiger Breeze. Tiger Breeze. Great match. You called him Tiger Breeze. Again, because you I spelled it wrong on there. And on the Facebook. That says Tyler. And that says Jushin Thunder Liger. You said Tiger Breeze. Though. I did say Put Tiger Breeze. on the Breeze. Facebook page. I will Billy Tiger Breeze. <laughs> All right, I don't give a shit. Jushin Thunder Liger versus Tyler. Breeze. It's a lot to say. <laughs> All right, Jushin Thunder Liger versus, versus Tyler Breeze. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and Prince Pretty got put away. That was a fun match. That was a really fun. That match. was cool. Supposedly, it's not Liger's only appearance. Not yet. This is good shit. Um, our second match tonight was the tag title match. Whatever, bro. 
But I told you! I told you! I told you it was Blue Pants! I told you! I have a prediction. Okay. Blake and Murphy are going to be the first champions not called up to the main roster for a while. Ooh. Because I still... Like, honestly, seeing them in Supercard, I'm figuring out who they, who's who <laughs> more from that than I am from watching them. Mm. But on NXT this week on Wednesday, Alexa Bliss's promo on Blue Pants was very good. That's very good promo. You should rewatch it because you weren't watching it the first time. I was watching her. I know, but you should. Okay. Oh, yeah, you weren't listening. That was it. Yeah, I was watching. Man, she looks so good. I think it's the makeup. Very good. Makes her, it brings it out more. Yeah, but like, even naturally, you can tell she's real. Like, I like that, that little hook she's got on her nose. Okay. No. That's great. Ah. Match three, we had the debuting Apollo Crews versus Ty Dillinger. I was really surprised that Apollo Crews won. I mean, nah. Neither of us was surprised, but he's fucking, he's 20. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I know. Some people are just genetically gifted. We were in the basement drinking when we were 20. When I was 20, you were 17. Yeah, we, we did great. We did great. Oh, and when I was, and when I was 23 and you were 20, we were we in the basement great. drinking. We did great. It's good times. We did great. Listen. Listen. When I invent the you... time machine, I will send back a letter telling us to go to a wrestling school. Okay. Not to make you feel bad. But when I was a kid, I had asthma. When you were a kid, you were in Pee Wee football. Yeah. God damn it. Oh, that I was did the wrong year, thing. Right? I did the wrong thing. They should have Pee Wee wrestling promotions. Okay. That would be fantastic. Think about that. Teaching kids how to pro wrestle. Wouldn't that ruin the illusion for them? You can't really enjoy wrestling when you know it's work. It took me a while to learn that it was a work. I liked feeling like it was a work. When you were a kid, did you know TV shows were works? Yeah. It's a TV show. I thought wrestling was a sport like baseball, like basketball. You see, I, like, I knew it was fake. I knew, I was told the blood is fake. But that's real. Well, now it is, but back then, you know, like for Malcolm, they had capsules and shit. They'd pop. Yeah, but yeah, we—that's because we weren't watching fucking Dusty and AWA or whatever. We <laughs> in buckets. Seriously. But I don't know. Like I think, I think it would be really cool, especially since it's especially since it's a work. That way, it's not competitive. Just every, you know, every week, yeah, you know, have have have. Like, two kids face off against each other two weeks in a row. One week this one wins, the other week the next one wins. I'd rather learn real wrestling. It's a bit more complicated. Yeah, but... Or not. I don't know. I don't know. Brock was doing it since he was, like, five. So. Listen, Brock was fucking suplexing bales of hay at five years old, so... Just saying. Like, I would have liked... If they actually had real wrestling programs where I went to school, I would have done it. Real wrestling. Because you could use that later on. Could have done anything with that shit. True. I was never athletic enough. Well, wrestling is good for someone like you. 
because if someone's bigger than you, it doesn't matter if you take them down. Because then they're literally, you're on the same level because you're mm. both on the ground. Yep. If you got a good ground game, you can win it. I feel like if someone tried like a go behind an and got hands locked, I feel like I can pretty easily turn that into an arm bar. We're not doing that. I'm not saying we are. Okay. All right. So Apollo Cruz beats Ty Dillinger. He's 20 years old. Did you see the uh, fall uh, raw fallout? Uh, the NXT fallout, whatever it was. Talking to him. Yeah, that's how I found out he was 20. Dude was freaking elated. It was great. It, it's nice. Can't even drink legally. I don't care. It's nice to see someone. Well, not in New York, at least. It's just nice to see someone that's put in a lot of hard work and is extremely athletic and gets it to see him achieve his dream. I, I, I like the, the music from his video package is better than what he had when he came out. I don't fucking remember the music. Like, I don't remember either. The chorus is kind of like, I was born to be a champion. Uh, something. Yeah. That's, that's good. They should fix it. Uh, match four was Corbin versus Joe. Joe. And he... Coquita Clutch. He, he passed out, right? He didn't tap out? I... Yeah, I think he passed out. Put him to sleep. Mm-hmm. He went night-night. Nice. Very good. Very good. And as a follow-up to that, by the way, William Regal announced the, um... The Dusty, Dusty invitation. tag team... Was, like, Dusty a big fan of tag team matches? Is that why it's dedicated to him? Maybe, or maybe it's just because it's the first tournament they're having since Dusty's passing, and... He likes tournaments? NXT was his baby. Okay. Makes sense. I mean, all the kids thought of him as, like, a second dad. Um, I don't want to get emotional again. You're going to be all right. I will be all right. So Baron Corbin is going to be teaming with... Rhino. Yeah. Against the Ascension in round one. Rhino and Baron Corbin. Or they can't get along and Ascension wins and Rhino and Baron Corbin start feuding. Either way, it's fine. I feel like the Corbin-Joe thing isn't over. I hope not. So Joe can keep beating him up. Because he sucks. Speaking of Joe, just going back to the Cena thing. Cena losing the U.S. title. I mean, we're not going to see Cena vs. Joe for the U.S. title. If we could have gotten Cena vs. Tyler Breeze for the U.S. title, how great would that have been? Uh, as you know, I am a big fan of Tyler Breeze, so that would have been great. Okay. Um, then we had the co-main event, and Stephanie said this is the co-main event, Sasha vs. Bailey. That should have been the main event. I understand why it wasn't. In a way, two reasons. A, it's the women's title. And B, Bailey isn't the draw that Charlotte is. Or that Becky is. No, but Sasha is. Yeah, but Bailey's not. To you? Right. Dude, that storyline is way more epic than Finn Balor Owens 2. There's a lot of history in that Sasha Banks Bailey match. You're 100% right. It goes back a ways. And NXT Brooklyn, NXT TakeOver Brooklyn, is the culmination 
a lot of NXT work. And the people in that arena are NXT fans. And I feel like that would have went over just fine as the main event. I think it would have been the main event if the Finn Balor Owens match wasn't a ladder match. Hmm. I disagree because I think if it, if the Finn Balor Owens match wasn't a ladder match, I think we would have gotten a better match than we did. Would we? Yeah. You see, ladder matches generally, in their own way, are spot fests. I guess I can see why it wouldn't be. Because then how do you follow that with a regular wrestling match? Exactly. Which, it was still the best match of the night. It, the, the women's match definitely was the match of the night. It had a, the emotion. I was invested. Mm-hmm. Everything was there. I just wasn't as interested in Finn Balor Owens, too. I was a little interested in the ladder match aspect of it. So I guess we gotta talk about both these matches together. But both were... The, the women's match was a great match. Balor Owens 2 was a very good match. Um, when Owens was setting up the ladder, like when the ladder was near the turnbuckle, then Owens set up the other ladder to bridge the turnbuckle with the ladder. Mm-hmm. I knew it would be Owens going through that. And the way he bounced off, like, that hurt. That he, fucking hurt. He's durable. He is. But, great match, the right man won. Yep. Good times. Very good match. Good. Overall good show. We got Vaude Villains as champs for the first time now, finally. Yeah, it's good. There. It was time for Blake and Murphy to drop those belts anyway. I can't wait for the Vaude Villains to move up. I can. I feel like right now, they wouldn't know what to do with them. Right now, yes, because now they have the Dudleys and... It's a little too... There's a lot of tag teams, but I feel like I'd rather see the Vaude Villains than I would most Matadors. Yeah. Because I feel like, now that you have the Lucha Dragons, do you really need those Matadors? Well, the Matadors could probably use a bit of a refresh. Like, change their gimmick a little bit. Uh, you know what? Superstars needs guys to wrestle, so. Um. Ole! I think the Ascension could use a bit of a refresh. I mean, as dominant as the Ascension was in NXT, for them to be a joke up on the main roster, that's a fail. Someone failed, and it was whoever gave them, whoever had the idea of the face paint and the fucking shoulder pads. What they should have did was they should have had given them a guy. They could have kept them the same as they were on NXT. Yep. They could have given them a, a, a guy, maybe like some kind of Maybe a guy wears like a hood or something, and he brings it down. He's like some kind of like uh, crazy ancient priest guy, and these are his like these these are his warriors that have come to this to the to this sacred place to defeat everyone in their path and make it a wasteland. Whatever I don't know, yeah, but. Let this person talk like, basically kind of like an Undertaker type thing, but he's got these two dudes, and he's, you know, just say crazy shit. 
Yeah, and they don't have to speak. Mm-hmm. They're just his instruments of destruction. There you go. That's all it is. That's all it should have been. They don't need to talk. They really don't. And that's all this is. That's all we're doing with chatting. Oh, I was thinking. As the four horsewomen, I was putting together the who's who of the of the horsemen, horse and horsewomen. I'm trying to compare who should be who. Yeah, it's obvious who Charlotte is. Uh, Arn Anderson? No, Charlotte's her dad. Sasha is Arn Anderson. Okay. They Be- look like much of an enforcer. Becky's Benoit. Yeah, that's four horsemen. And Bailey is Mongo. What do you have against Bailey? I don't like the character. I don't like the character. The gimmick is... I don't think you understand the power of a hug. I've never had a little sister. But her character is everyone's little sister. I've never had a little sister. Yeah, a little brother. Yeah, long hair. What? It's like a little sister. I think Bailey... (laughs) Is great. And her character is fine. You are a hater. Her character irks me. Wacky, wailing, inflatable toupee. Arm flailing. I'm not saying... Inflatable toupee. And hugs are powerful. I'm not saying she doesn't have a relatable character. I just don't like the character. And you're allowed that opinion. I think you're in a minority, though. I think a lot of people like it. Alright, so if you had to compare the four horsemen and these four horsewomen, who, who would be who for you? I don't, because they are themselves and shouldn't be compared to oh, the originals. I don't see it that way. I just don't but see it. But if you it. did? I don't. But do? I don't want to. Okay. Because that's not me. I don't feel that way about it. If I said, you have to compare, you have to figure out who is who, I just don't see it. I don't see it. The styles aren't even, there's there's no, watch the matches. Watch them. There's no, Charlotte doesn't even fight like Flair style. You're right. Okay. The thing about the Four Horsemen was that they would always try to one-up each other. As far as, like, if they were in four... Would they? If they were in, yes. If they were in four individual matches, they would try to make their match the best match on the card. Because last I checked, they were just Flair's guys to fucking help them out. Did you watch the Four Horsemen special on the network? No. Apparently. That was their thing. They each had... Was this... Kayfabe? No. Or was this... Behind the scenes trying to do better than... Behind the scenes. Then say behind the scenes. Because on TV, that's not what was conveyed. Okay. I get that. Thank you. So you didn't see the special? A long time ago. It's old. So? Really, dude? Memory guy? Really, memory guy? <laughs> some, really? Something sticks, something To quote the Miz, really? 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 Okay. 
I think they're themselves. They're four horse women. And I hope something comes out of this. Even if it means them turning on Paige, which would make me sad. Could you see Bailey's character on the, working without changing on the main roster? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, because she has, she has an edgier side to her. We've seen it. But she went after Sasha at the NXT before our takeover. She has a, a, a fiery side. Well, they need to highlight that. They need to highlight that a lot more. Uh, you know, I think everything's working the way it's supposed to. Like, if Emma, for example, when you, you when Emma went to the roster, you seen the video package before the Fatal 4-Way mm-hmm. that they played for her. It worked out because it made where she is as a as a character make sense. Because she's pissed off. And evil Emma, we can all agree, is great. She is great. And she looks a lot better than Faith Emma. She does. It's, it, it, it works. So... That's all I gotta say about that. So where can they find us? Well, if you're looking for the Basement Bookers, you can find us on Twitter. I'm Basement Jer on Twitter, spelled the way it sounds. J-E-R for Jer. And Rich the Riz is Rich the Riz. Rich the R-I-Z. And together, Basement Bookers. You can also find us on Facebook. And guess what? If you're looking for basement bookers on MySpace and you don't know it's 2015, you can also (laughs) find us there. I've never been there, but you can check it out. Feel free to find us wherever you can download podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, other stuff, whatever you do on Android. And that's it. Anyone but Sting. Anyone but Sting, according to Rich. For Rich Therese, I'm Basement Jer. Ring the bell! Follow the booker!